it's down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show start right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show start right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy, Mr. Mars Entertainment. And joining me here in the den, I have a musician who is super awesome, who I believe is one of the future prize gems in this industry. Welcome to the den, Carlo Aaron. Carlo, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing fantastic, man. What an introduction. Yes, man. It's my specialty. It's my specialty. I want everyone to feel welcome on the den, but it's with the utmost sincerity. Your music is super dope. Uh, how's life been treating you? It's been very, really, really good so far, which is great. Um, been really busy, working on a lot of stuff. How, how about you? How about you? Hey, man, booked and busy is the best way to be for sure. Absolutely. That's, I love to hear that. Absolutely. But uh, once again, man, it's so gracious for you to join me here on a Sunday. Normally, we're recording on Wednesdays, so I appreciate you taking some time out on a Sunday to uh, come on the show. So once again, thank I you for having me. That. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm a big fan of your album that came out earlier in the year, Hollow. Um, it's super dope. And I see you've been out there. You're working, you're grinding, you're putting out content. Uh, tell me what went into the creation of the album, Hollow. And then tell me a little bit about what you have going on right now. Yeah. There's, first of all, thank you for the kind words about it. Um, I started it, I want to say, honestly, this is a culmination of like 10 years worth of like content, as you can kind of hear with everything I talk about on there. But the overall sound, I started in like March 2020. So the first song I wrote for it was Daisy. And I wrote that over FaceTime with my friend Elijah Smith. And we got that tune going. And I was kind of trying to like plot out a project overall and I just didn't have anything in mind, but I just wasn't really in a great headspace at the time. So I was contemplating calling it the longest therapy session, which as you kind of listen to it, it kind of seems like that. So I kind of still have that theme going on throughout it, but I didn't start recording until I went to my, um, my friends, Alexander Matthews studio. So he, was like yeah you can come record everything here and we recorded that within a span of like two weeks wow that's that's nuts now it's crazy you said you started in march 2020 by my calculations that's really exactly when the world just shot the shit the world just absolutely shut down <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's been a reoccurring thing working during this pandemic now you also mentioned that it's a culmination and usually that debut album is a culmination of everything that has happened to you and that's why with most artists that sophomore album is usually a drastic change because okay i've emptied the pot (laughs) on what i had and now i'm writing about the experiences that i'm having now which may be completely different depending on what happened on that first album did did you feel any because the album is very therapeutic did you feel any pressure from that groundswell of what was going on in the pandemic uh creating that did you think that helped with your creativity do you think it hindered your creativity i think it helped a lot like i just got a lot of time to just think 
like what what am I feeling right now? How can I express this? Are there other people feeling the way I'm feeling? You know, like how can I get my story out there in my own way and have people somewhat understand and like have like their correlations in their own life? It doesn't have to be the same exact thing. But my only thing is always do how can I connect to people? What if I say this, will it connect to this person over here? It might not be the same exact way, obviously, but there's connection there regardless. So I I just had a lot of time to think about it and just being by myself, obviously because of pandemic, you just got a lot of time to be in your own head, which is dangerous sometimes. But in this case, it was just writing, writing, writing. I was knocking out song after song every day. And, and that's something that I totally have observed with the art that's been coming out over the last year from artists all around, being isolated, being away from our daily grind and, and daily rituals that we do. I've seen the creativity go up because you're in your head, which, as you mentioned, can be a scary place sometimes, yeah. but it can also be a healing place. So that that's awesome. That is very awesome. Now, a tradition here in the den, I'm a big comic book nerd. If you could scan around. Uh, my studio, you would see uh -huh. comic book stuff everywhere, Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Star Wars, everything. And I always say every hero or villain has an origin story, something that started them. May it be a, a bite from a radioactive bug and now you're crawling <laughs> right. walls or whatever it may be. What was your origin story? What made you say, okay, this is the path I want to choose. I want to create. I want to be a creative with the rest of my life. Because as a fellow creative, it's a scary moment when you say, I'm going to cast away this traditionalism of, you know, being in the office or be an engineer or being a doctor or whatever they tell right. you to be and say, I'm going to take on this art lifestyle. It's rough. What was your origin story? What triggered that in you to say, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. Yeah, there were there were two for me. Um, so when Michael Jackson died, I thought Michael Jackson was Michael Jordan. So, oh. I, yeah, so I was aware <laughs> of the music. So when my uncle was like, yo, Michael Jackson died, I was like, oh, no, the basketball player? And he's like, what you, what you talking about? And I was like, oh, so then I did research. And I was nine years old. So, like, I, I watched everything. I watched all, like, the performances. This is it with my mom. And that got me into, like, okay, I want to make music. I want to do all this. I want to go do entertainment and all this. Music had always been, like, a thing. I was always, like, listening to Kanye and Jay-Z when I was a kid. So I grew up on those type of people. So then to get this whole other sphere of like the performance aspect, I was like, I want to do that. But from nine until I was like 18, I didn't pursue anything just because it was like, oh, how, how can I get into that? You know, right. When I was 18, um, are you familiar with the artist Amine? I'm not familiar with the name. No, no. So he's a rapper from Portland. He okay. came up with this on Caroline. The Car bad thing, uh, fine as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Caroline. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found him on Twitter on in 2016, and I was like, "This guy is a lot like me." And if he could do that, I feel like I could do that. Then I found out about Brockhampton, and I was like, "The same thing." Oh, yes. these guys can do that. What's stopping me? So I got a bunch of friends in 2019, and we formed a group called Hollywood Rejects Incorporated. And all of us is just creative collective. It's a bunch of different artists, like rappers, singers, engineers, producers, photographers. And that's what sparked me to be like, okay, I can finally do this. I can finally put out my stuff because I have this, these people behind me who are going to help me get there. 
So that was the real spark. It was just like, I got all these people. Why wouldn't I do it now? That's awesome. And and that's what we try to do here at the Den. We try to make a platform for artists that we believe are on the cusp of doing something great that have all the talent and just may need the platform or, or just need a, a helping hand or a tool. I, and I noticed that, you know, I'm considerably older. It's funny when you say, you know, you thought of Michael Jackson was Michael Jordan. And then I remember <laughs> your age and I was like, Michael hadn't made an album since 2001. Yeah. Been, were you born? What year were you born? 99. 99. Okay. So you were two. I'm considerably older. I was born in 1980. So I was in the my I was the kid with the sock on his hand, moonwalking in the <laughs> right. kitchen. Michael was everything to me. And then when he passed in 2009, like I said, you were nine. I was 29. So I was oh, wow. an, an adult adult crying because Michael Jackson had passed. Right. My favorite. And uh, it's so funny that you mentioned that This Is It was one of those moments that inspired you because I always tell people, if you want to see perfectionism, perfectionist, if you want to see someone whose practice is better than 99% of people's stage show, you should watch This Is It. Yeah. I went to the theater to see it. I own it. I have a DVD of it, which I don't have a DVD player anymore, Same. but I have a DVD of it. <laughs> and I have it on my app. I think I bought it three times on Amazon, Apple. But it's just amazing to see how a genius, and he could hear the tunes, and he can hear right. where, okay, that's not how I wrote the song. I need you to get in that. So that's awesome that you say that, because I'll always say, for anybody that want to get in the industry, you should take a look at that. It's you perfect. Should, it's perfect. Like, perfect from the dance. Everything about it. Rehearsal is perfection. So Absolutely. that's awesome. And shout out to your collective. Uh, I, I love seeing that. I, you know, I, I'm old. So Wu-Tang was the first. Well, there were other crews in hip hop. Wu-Tang was the first time. one, though. Absolutely. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang yeah. It's probably the first one. And then you see people. And I always like that idea. I'm like, that's what we should be. If you have a friend that's an awesome photographer, put them in the crew. Yeah, you're, t- you're going to be doing our videos. You're going to be you have a drummer. Put them in a crew. You're in charge of this. So that's awesome that you guys are linking like that. Now, um, your new release, Selly. Tell me about the creation of that song. I love that. It, it bops. I gave it to my dad. My dad's old. And he's like, damn, that's hot. So, <laughs> so, it, it's crossing generations. The young and, the, awesome. and the geriatric. So that's a that's good awesome. sign. Tell me what went into the creation of that song. Yeah, um, I wrote that song in 20 minutes, actually. So it was fairly quick. I heard the beat and I was thinking a lot about like calling people for some reason. I hate being on the phone. Same. Like I, 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 I'm glad you understand. I just hate being yeah. on the phone. I'm a texter. So, I will literally get a call, let it go to voicemail and be like, what? Absolutely. I'm just, I'm the same exact way. So I was like, but I was thinking a lot about phones because uh, call me if you get lost at drop. So I was like, oh, phones are in my head. And then I was listening to the beat and I was just like, kept repeating the phrase in my head and I was like Sully is a kind of funny thing so I just kept writing all that and I just kind of wrote a story from the perspective of like you're missing somebody and it's like oh you can always hit me up but it's like kind of toxic if you do hit me up because we're both going to be on some bad stuff on some bad behavior if we do but you can always hit me up on that type of stuff but to anyone watching don't call me on the phone 
Please, please don't call me. Don't do what Drake said. Don't call him on your cell phone. Don't call don't, me on my cell phone. <laughs> In fact, I fully endorse that. Mars, also, don't call me on my phone at all. Unless you heard it here first. Marshall, <laughs> don't, don't contact me. But I have Justine. Mom, love you, Mom. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, your te- who who is it? I love the way you market yourself. Mm-hmm. It's very young. It's very hip. It's very cool. I love your tagline. Pretty people stream Carlo Air. Yeah. I love that because it's not just talking about physical training. It's talking about good souls. Good, you know. Pe- I always tell people you can have someone that may physically be a five, but their personality is so great. You're like, damn, I love this person. Are you? Is that just you with your marketing decisions, or do you have a team behind you as your collective helping? Because I think that's an awesome tagline. The tagline just came out of nowhere, actually. Um, that that was just me. I started doing TikTok because someone had told me to get on there. So I was like, okay. And I started doing, um, oh, pretty people listen to Steve Lacey. Pretty people do this. And then I was like, why am I using this for other people when I could just use it for me? So I got selfish and I was like, that's my thing. With other marketing, um, it's primarily me. But I do have talk to like Elijah or my other collaborator, 4J. And we're like... How can we go about this? Um, we look at other rollouts. What did they do? How can we do this, but without stealing their ideas? Right. What can we get based off their ideas? What haven't you seen before? What does this feel like when you listen to it type stuff? So we just put all those elements into it. And then we try going, try getting something eye-catching to get like, hey, I wasn't going to listen to this before, but that was actually funny. That was actually cool. That was good to look at. Awesome, awesome. Now, I would describe your music as super fun. It's young, but it has surprisingly shocking depth for your age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you some of the things, the fact that my father, who's 71, can connect with, and me, who's 40, can connect with, it, it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Michael, obviously Michael, and, and with any genre. Who are some of your other musical inspirations that you feel help build you into who you are, even directly or indirectly? Yeah. Um, Kanye. Kanye, for sure. Um, that's all my mom would play when I was in the house. It would be Kanye and Jay. Um, as I grew up, Kendrick. Kendrick got me into it. Then I started realizing that you can be vulnerable in your music more because of Brockhampton, mm-hmm. because of um, Frank Ocean artists like that and then I started putting like more fun elements to it after hearing like Vince Staples because if you listen to Vince Staples you hear how fun his production is he's then, hilarious just he's just amazing. alone he, he, he I always said if he wanted to put the mic down and do improv he <laughs> could be dude, the next Wayne like a foul mouth Wayne Brady because he's that funny he's hilarious dude, literally like I could watch like interviews with that guy for hours just just talking about whatever the hell he wants to talk about but I got inspired off him because it's like, okay, he's having fun. But if you listen, this dude's talking about all this stuff he's gone through. like, And this is deep. So they've definitely been inspirations. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Mama played a lot of that. Absolutely. Um, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Peace. Rest in peace for sure. Like, I got into him in 2016. And the way he just combined the melodies with his rapping, I was really drawn to that type of stuff. Because I, I love, as you see, I like adding melodies to my right. stuff. Like I like, I like doing like my rapping, but 
It's like, I like adding the little melodies in there to kind of add some flavor to that. And he did that perfectly, in my opinion. So I always just looked at that and I was like, that's the guy I strive to sound like in that way. And and it's so smart that you mentioned melody. And I, I, that's advice that I always give. I tell people, uh, when I was young, I used to want to be a a rapper when I was younger. Uh, And then there was a point where at my age, hip hop was so violent and so murder, murder, kill, drug, drug, yeah. right when I was the age that I would be doing it, that I had to step away from the microphone because I felt like, you know, Will Smith compared, I, I didn't live that <laughs> lifestyle. Like, I didn't right. live until I was 30 years old, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I had to put the mic down because hip-hop wasn't accepting. If you didn't have a hoodie on and some Tims, especially on the East Coast, Absolutely. You, were, you were not going to make it. And I think Kanye was the first one to be like, hey, I worked at a Gap. But I'm yes. still spitting. I'm still making great production. I can still be an artist. And then, like you said, artists like Brock Hampton, Vince Staples, J. Cole, uh, Kendrick that brought vulnerability back to hip hop. And I'm like, damn, I, w- I would love to be 20 years old now because right. it would be something <laughs> that I would really embrace. But, you know, you don't want to be starting at 40. That's kind of weird. You know, <laughs> picking up the mic like, hey, I've got my AARP card today. You know, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. You're hopping but, on the next album. You're hopping on the next go. album now. I'm making you. And there you go. I'll be up there, you know, just <laughs> rapping for the old heads. You know? Right. Now, um, to piggyback off that last question, we always like to have a little fun here. The aliens just arrived. They landed on your door. They said, Carlo, we are going to blow up this damn planet unless you can give us your musical Mount Rushmore, the four artists live or dead that you are saying are the absolute pinnacle of human society. If your list sucks, they are blowing us up. So it's a big responsibility. I need four, and I need them right now. Who are your four that scored on your mount, musical Mount Rushmore? Put Kanye on there. Put Kanye on there. Uh, uh, Lauren Hill. We're going to put okay. Lauren on there. because so, so far, so good. So far, I think the planet's safe. Who else do you have? <laughs> uh, you said you said alive and uh, alive dead, right? or dead. Either way, okay, Michael, MJ. Uh, okay, we have a we have a great success rate. Bring us home. Bring us home. Wait. Who are we coming with? Oh, damn it! And the last one. Oh, dude, this is a hard one. Uh, you know what? Put Kendrick on there. Put Kendrick on there. Hey, okay, hold on. Put Kendrick on there. We're safe. I just got the update. We're right? safe. <laughs> the aliens have moved on to the next planet. We're safe. <laughs> That's should. an excellent list. An excellent <laughs> list. I think it covers everything that inspires everything today. So I, I think that's a hell of a list. Now, nice. spe- speaking of the marketing, speaking of the music, you have a powerful package. You're a stylish young man. You have some awesome merch available. I checked out your merch. Who's your design team? Are you designing this yourself? Because the merch is very colorful. It's very lifelike. It. it it's hot. It's hot merch. So Thank you. Yes, sir. So who's helping you with that merch? It is myself. It is my designer, Ivan Ooze, and my other designer, Andy Umana. So it's the three of us. I primarily do it, but I ask them sometimes, hey, I can't do this. Can you Can you do this design? And then they make that one. Um, so, yeah, it's just like a combination of us three. We just kind of think of, hey, what would you like to wear? What would you like to see people wear? And we just make some cool stuff, you know. Try to be, try to be funny with it. Try to be colorful because we like colors. Like I just don't like 
just dreary stuff. I can't wear black all the time, but if you're going to wear black, let's add a little pink in there. Let's add a little yellow in there, you know? I like that. I like that. It brings some personality. So shout Absolutely. out to Andy and shout out to Ivan. I understand that Power Ranger reference, so I, I, love, I love the <laughs> name. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, sir. <laughs> so now here comes the fun part of the interview. Now is the time where you earn your Denmate stamp. And the Denmate stamp is a pass. You get unlimited promotion. You get to come on anytime you want to promote, and you get to officially join the family gang gang. But you have to earn it. So are you ready for the classic down in the den game? That, this, or I plead the fifth. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to explain the rules for those who have not seen an episode before. What's wrong with you? But if you haven't <laughs> seen an episode, that, this, or I plead the fifth is very simple. I'm going to give Carlo two choices and he has to pick one but if it's too spicy if he doesn't have the cojones to make a choice he can plead the fifth but i think he's tough i think he's going to make that decision i think he's going to give us an answer so are you ready yes sir all right so that this or i plead the fifth creating music or performing music performing performing Video games or movies? Movies. World peace or $10 billion in your account tomorrow? Damn. Keep it real. Keep it real. You can buy a lot of peace for $10 billion, but hey. Yeah, put the, no 10 billion, put the $10 billion in my account. Stay with me. My, I, will, I will help a lot of people with that. $10 exactly. We go help people out. I'm not going to be selfish with it. Yeah, I'm going to help people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And finally, Kendrick or J. Cole? Kendrick. That's it. Kendrick. You got your stamp. You got your stamp. So, Carlo, we've learned a lot about you. We've had fun. We've learned about your music-making process. We've learned about your inspiration. You've literally saved the world from the aliens that, for some strange reason, wanted a musical Mount Rushmore, but that's what right? they want. They're a higher species than me. Tell the world what you have going on, where they can find you. The floor is yours. All right. We have a concert coming up on October 30th called The Hollywood Horror Show. It is myself. It is Dark Knight, Donnie Avenue, Cloudy Summer Days, and Edgemont. We will all be performing October 30th in Los Angeles. Tickets are available now. Um, what else? You can find me anywhere at Carlo Aaron. I'm on every single streaming platform. I'm on every single social media. You can come say what's up. You can, you know, just go get some merch. You already, I already got the endorsement here. Talk Absolutely. About the Absolutely. next one, you see, I have one of my uh, other Den Mates merch. So probably next episode, I'll have somebody I love to promote the team. I love to promote the family. So absolutely, we're going to get some of that colorful merch. Help an old man out. You see the grays coming in the beard. <laughs> you know, I'm still trying to be cool, but I need the younger generation like you. You still keep... there? You there? Oh, right, you chilling, right. man. You chilling? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> absolutely. So check out that concert. That's October 30th. Correct? Yes, sir. And it's called the Hollywood Horror... Uh, the Hollywood Horror Show. Hollywood Horror Show. I love the name now. We'll, we'll have the, the ticket, everything. When we, when we do our editing, we'll have everything up there. Get your tickets now. Carlo is dope. The other artists are dope. You're going to have a good time. It's in my favorite city, West Side. You know it's the best side. So yes, sir. check it out. <laughs> and as always, it's been a blast. Brother, I thank you so much. You're official. I have to give you your stamp. There you go. 
You a fact. We will also have his music featured on DITD Radio, which is now available on YouTube streaming now. We have some of the dopest artists out there. Please stream, purchase, buy some merch, and tell him Mars sent you. He will definitely appreciate it. He's he's hot to death. I know I know that was an 80s reference, but I'm I'm gonna throw it out. He's making, <laughs> he's making me feel old. He 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 thought Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson were the same. So it, it, hey man, <laughs> it's, it's it's making me feel old. I think I'm gonna go get me some tea. But other than that, <laughs> he, he's super dope. So it's always it's your boy Mars. Let me see if I can get this right. The Zoom I always hit the wrong way. <laughs> Carlo is right there. There we go. I mess it up every single time. Check him out. It's Carlo, C-A-R-L-O. Spell the last name for the for the game. E-R-R-I-N. I-N. It's everywhere on social media. He's on TikTok. Uh, he's probably doing some cool TikTok video or something. I don't have the rhythm, but he, he, he's doing it. <laughs> he, he's making it happen. So as always, it's your boy Mars. Carlo's checking into the den. We appreciate you guys viewing. Stream my boy's music. Buy some merch and definitely go to that show. Check it out if you want to have a good time. And as always, Mars checking out. Deuces. Now, so like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.